This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Cameron Stewart. I've got one goal here. It's got three parts to challenge you, to encourage you, to provoke you. Stop talking about being a Christian and start living like one out loud. Let's get started. I never thought that I would live in a time where so many people in a country with such free access to the Bible and where we truly do have freedom of religion, which means we could believe whatever we choose to believe about God. We can learn whatever we want to learn about God. I never believed that I would see so many people actually reject God like the true and living God, and more specifically, Christ in favor of a loose, intangible belief in something that they often can't even fully explain. It's a mystery to me. Whenever I hear people talking about the universe, which I can't get through a day without somebody acknowledging, thanking, talking to the universe, I have yet to hear an intelligent explanation from anyone about how you can have a relationship with it. The latest definition of the word universe is the totality of known or supposed objects and phenomena throughout space, the cosmos, and microcosm. Now, that's one definition. Really? (laughs) Like, really? How exactly does a person have a relationship with that? And of course, I say that's the latest definition because I would not at all be surprised if five years from now, that definition would be changed in a dictionary to something entirely different. And and there probably are even dictionaries today that define the universe as a deity. But Don't get me started on that. That's a whole nother. Um, But how do you have a relationship with a created thing as though somehow it was the creator? And I wonder, as crazy as it sounds to me, more and more people seem to be adopting this idea There's even some people who at one time were professing Christians or that grew up in a Christian home and now they embrace this train of thought. I just wonder how something like that could happen. And make no mistake about it, in God's eyes, this is straight up idolatry, point blank. And what made me think about it was Thinking about Elijah and the prophets of Baal in 1 Kings 18. That was also a time when a lot of the people of God had turned to worship other gods. And in this story, it was Baal and Asherah. Okay? And Elijah stood by himself and confronted 950 prophets of these false gods. And he challenged them to call on their God so that they would reveal themselves. He basically said, we'll both build altars and offer sacrifices, 
and the God who answers by fire, let him be God. In other words, you show me yours and I'll show you mine. It's one of my favorite stories, really. Not only is it an epic drama, it is also actually kind of funny to me because Elijah actually starts taunting them and laughing at them and making fun of them halfway through the story. It's it's really a good story. If you've never read it, you definitely should do it. And here's what happened. At the end of a full day of dancing around the altars they had built, Elijah told them to go first, by the way. They're dancing around the altars they built, crying out to their gods and praying and cutting themselves, gushing blood everywhere, all kind of foolishness, and no action, no response whatsoever. And then Elijah simply prays a simple prayer. Here's what he said to the Lord. Prove that you are God, that I have done this at your word, and answer me so that these people will know that you are God and you are the one who brought them back to yourself. And that was it. The Lord answered with fire in front of all those people, those 950 prophets, plus Ahab the king and all of Israel. And that was it. It was a wrap. That was like the, the, the most clear-cut mic drop ever. Okay? And... I've often said to myself, how amazing would it be if I could see God demonstrate himself like that today? Just like show up in an unmistakable way and silence all the critics and all this craziness with a profound and undeniable act. But then I wonder to myself, for something like that to happen, there might also need to be and Elijah among us. And to be honest, when I read the story of Elijah as well as the other people in the Bible, I get extremely convicted. I realize that with all of my passion for God and all of the stuff that I say that I feel about God, I cannot say honestly that I'm ready to make a stand like that, even if it was to see God move. As much as I say I would like to see that, truthfully, I can't say I would do that. I can't say I would stand up and challenge somebody in their gods versus my God. I can't say that I would do that. Um, And sometimes I wonder if that's all that God's waiting for. Make no mistake about it, Elijah was obeying God's command. But even if I got a command like that, would I be bold enough to step out there like that and see God be God? Just just read the story. It'll trip you out. Just read the story. And sometimes when we read stories in the Bible, we think about the people like they are some kind of Christian superheroes or something. But really, they were just everyday people like us. There's no question that Elijah was a prophet of God. He heard God clearly. God confirmed his word that he spoke through Elijah again and again. But Elijah was also a punk because right after this unbelievable demonstration, 
He builds an altar, drenches it with water, and calls God to, to rain down fire. And God does it right after that. And then he slays all of the prophets too, okay? Right after that, he turns around and runs and hides like a girl from Jezebel who was the wife of the king. She wasn't even the king. She was the wife of the king because she said that she was going to kill him. Can, can you believe that? So they just, just every day, he was an everyday ordinary person, just like us with fears and emotions. Still, look at the amazing things that God did in partnership with him. And we know, you know, when all is said and done, every knee is going to bow, every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord. I don't know what has to take place in order for that to happen, but I believe with all my heart that it will. I really do. But here's what I've been thinking about. What if all God is waiting for is us? What if all he's waiting for is for us to stop talking about being Christians, stop saying that we live for him, stop saying that Jesus Christ is our Lord. What if all he's waiting for to demonstrate himself in magnificent power throughout the earth is for us, the Christians, to just start living out loud?